podcasting straight from our front porch, where together we can share our inspirational journeys with the world, one story at a time. Thanks for supporting my Inspirational Journeys podcast. My purpose is to provide a platform for authors, creative artists, and entrepreneurs to share their stories while also providing writing tips, encouragement, and inspiration to help you achieve your writing goals through faith and courage. By clicking the support this podcast button or following the link in my show notes, your monthly contribution of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 will help me achieve mine. Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, everyone. My name is Ann Harrison Barnes, and today I want to talk to you about the three-act story structure, okay? I'm going to give you guys a quick overview of each of the acts, but before I do, I want you to consider a couple of questions. First of all, what is story structure? Second of all, why do we use it? Okay, let me answer the first one. Story structure is basically a set of key elements in your story that bring your scenes together let's say it's key elements to kind of give you a guide to help you figure out which direction you want your story to go whether you plot your story or you have written your first draft and you want a guide to go by so that you can rearrange your scenes to make them work to engage your readers and make them happy with the story okay why do we use it we use it as a roadmap. it doesn't mean that you can't be creative you can't use you can't have flexibility in your story and you can't use great story structure I mean story structure listen to me storytelling no that's not what it means it basically gives you an idea of where your story's going and there are several different types of story structure but the one I'm going to talk about has three acts with three beats okay so let's get started the first act includes the following three beats the opening hook this is the point where you introduce your story your main character your protagonist you talk about their daily lives in brief yet you throw in a normal conflict that they must face so this point you ha- you kind of talk about the status quo but then, after your opening hook to keep your engage- in readers engaged, you must move to the second beat, which is the inciting incident. Sometimes this beat, usually in your inciting incident, this is the beat that gives your character a sense of in- adventure and moves your story forward. There's a situation that happens that changes the way things are for your character at the beginning though your character may not take this opportunity at first in some stories because there's a an essential fear or flaw holding her back yet she might depending on whether your inciting incident and your first plot point is the same we'll talk about the first plot point in a minute but in some cases there are other scenes leading up between between the the inciting incident and the plot point that makes the stakes a lot higher in your story so your stakes may be low at first but then you you gradually increase them to keep your readers engaged and to to keep your character 
to make your to give your character no choice but to keep moving forward. So now let's talk about that first plot point, which happens between 15 and 25% of your story. So it has to happen between the first few chapters. And in this plot point, this is where the situation gets a lot dicier, the stakes get higher, and if your character doesn't move forward, there could be she or he could put him or herself in serious danger. And there's an internal conflict. And this first plot point leads to the middle build, which ramps up your stakes, adds more plot twists into your story, and keeps your and, and keeps your readers hanging, and it keeps your readers turning pages. Now, the second act includes the following three beats: your pre midpoint. This is where your character must confront must confront the conflict they don't have to meet the antagonist head-on but they have to fight they have to try to avoid meeting them in order to face the con to face that conflict and there's another internal conflict depending on whether it's with friends or like i said internal or there's roadblocks or it could be a threat warning your character off the trail the midpoint is where there's plot twists thrown in there. Your your antagonist knows that your protagonist is on his trail. It means you, they know that, that she knows about the conflict. She's getting close to finding the truth. Yet, they want to try to keep her from, from finding the truth. So there's going to be more, more roadblocks thrown in there. More plot twists thrown in there. You know, and, and other sidekicks. He's going to have other people on his team to try to keep her from... from from getting to the truth from finding the answers that she wants but she keeps fighting the post midpoint action is where she's gonna she's not quite ready to confront that the conflict to confront the antagonist head on yet she's, she knows she's gonna have to do that in order to get what she wants but the third act is where the main boom hits Okay, that's where the plot, the, the, the stakes get really high because you're ramping up the stakes in this big, in this big middle build where, and I'm, and I'm not looking at my key points right now, so it's not scripted. So my blog post will have more information, but anyway, this is where things really, really change. And there's a lot more danger to the character's life if she doesn't move ahead where, and, and we're going to get into the third act of the story structure. Which consists of the following key elements. The dark night of the soul. What is the dark night of the soul? This is where the character loses something or someone near and dear to her. And this is the way that the antagonist tries to keep her off the trail. She, it's a make or break point. Will she stop? Will she just give up and not face her, her inner fear? Our flaw because this is where the the central fear will 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 come back to haunt her at this point she's still trying to avoid this fear while trying to face the con while trying to resolve the conflict getting closer to the truth to uncovering secrets the antagonist doesn't want her to cover however this is where she has no choice I mean, she had no choice in the in the in the first plot point to start with but this is really 
where she this is right before she meets the the antagonist head on and resolves the conflict with him and finds out is it him is it is 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 the person that she suspected to be the culprit say in a mystery let me give you an example is the person your protagonist expects to be the culprit is that person the real mastermind or is there somebody else behind that person that you that you're getting closer that your character is getting closer to sometimes it'll take a very close side character or not side character supporting character to push the protagonist forward in the story to keep her from giving up and then sometimes like in my case it could be a voice inside her head so before we move on to where you should be the midpoint let's back up for a minute the middle po- the middle build is bit- the bulk of the story between the ni- the the 25% to about the 70 or 90% plot 75 or 90% um mark of your story since the biggest the biggest point builds up to this dark night of the soul there's quit um the truths that that your antagonist uncovers in that point in that act in the second act also leads to more questions that have yet to be answered but even with the dark night of the soul the answers come in the second beat of the third act which is the climax this is where your antagonist has no choice but to meet the the i mean your protagonist has no choice but to meet your antagonist head on and i know i'm getting the confused the two confused but your protagonist is your main character your hero the antagonist is your villain okay just to keep those two straight but your your hero must face your villain but will the villain defeat the hero not hardly because this is where the hero has to resolve this conflict show that the show the stroke how much power she does have to save the day to resolve the conflict to bring the culprit down as it were in a mystery as i said every story is different mysteries what i'm writing and what i've read so that's why i use that in brief examples yeah so that's where all of these little these these little um the the big the big suspense the big suspense build right before the end and then of course a policeman or another character walks in to help the protagonist take the antagonist down and if the protagonist doesn't take the defeat the antagonist at this point it'll happen in the resolution that's where that's where she resolves that main conflict with her with her villain and she faces her core flaw or fear if there's a fear that she has to face while she's trying to defeat the the conflict whether it's a whether it's a protagonist defeating a warrior a a private investigator or a main character trying to uh take the trying to resolve the solve the mystery and learn what the villain has done get his confession while in the process of staying alive or whatever the story may be this is where it all happens not only that after this after these conflicts are resolved guess what at the end of your story your character finds a new a new and a more positive normal life 
you know, her life has changed for the better. This is where the character, not only does the story develop, but the character develops and becomes stronger and finds a more positive, normal um, life. It's a lot better. It's a lot different. Things happen that have made your character grow as your story develops. And things come to a more positive end in your story. Now, in a series, if your book is part of a series, you may not have all the answers at the end of one story, which is the case for me. But yet, there are some series where you have all the answers in one story, but the, the character's life continues as each each individual story unfolds, like in Don Taylor's um, Preston Barkley mystery series. Each mystery is, is its own story, yet things happen in Preston Barclay's life to bring the series forward. And if you miss one book, you kind of get hints of what happened before. And now that's what, and, and sometimes you'll get those hints, sometimes you won't. But, and, but every, like I said, every story is different. Your story may have a different, you know, conflict that your protagonist has to defeat, has to try to, um, breakthrough has to try to the something that they have to try to win something they have to try to uh a, an evil force they have to fight another fear or flaw that they have to that they have to wrestle with whatever it's all going to be tied up at the end of your story so that's so that is the three act story structure in a nutshell again i will have a blog post that goes along with this the blog post the title of the blog post will be Inspirational Journeys Presents the Three-Act Story Structure. You can certainly go and read my notes there and follow the, the resource links that I have there. And you can leave a comment. So, now, let me ask you the question. Why do you use story structure? What is your story structure and how do you use it to plot your novels? Or do you, or do you use it in your editing process? Why is story structure important to you? Now, another question is, are you a pantser? That means, do you sit down, write your draft, then try to figure out your story structure as you're doing the editing and revising? Or do you plot heavily, or do you just do bare-bones plotting? For me, I do bare-bones plotting, but I still have the story structure in mind. And here's what's happening with me. I took this story structure course in um, through the Reedsy. Um, it's blog.reedsy.com slash learning blog dot it's B-L-O-G dot R-E-E-D-S-Y dot com slash learning. And one of the courses is entitled The Three-Act Story Structure, which gave me the tips to share with you guys and the notes for the blog post. Now, as I took this story, as I took this and listening to the books on Audible that I was mentioning, the uh, Murder Metaforte and Murder in Disguise, Preston Barclay mystery books by Don Taylor, I will tell you this much. I was actually going through and listening to the books and discovering the story structure that he used as I was taking these lessons and learning and and taking some notes myself. But it also made me think of my own books and how I can actually rearrange some plot points in the first one as I'm editing it and giving it a facelift in A Journey of Faith, A Stepping Stones Mystery. Now, when I do A Journey to the Mountaintop, which will be coming, which will be the next book in the series, there are some things in the second round of revisions that I need to, f- to switch up to, which I discovered. So, this three-act story structure, even if you haven't plotted it that way, it can still help you with your own writing. 
And I hope the podcast episode and the blog post will helping will help you in your own writing and editing efforts to make your story work and make your readers happy and keep them engaged and make them care. Now, a lot of these plot points are emotional points in the story because they're not they're not emotional uh, pivotal pivotal points that are emotionally driven, and you don't have a, and you don't show a lot of the character's emotion. Then what? How are your readers going to care? So that's my points. That are, those are my pointers to you. Be sure to have plenty of twi- plot twists to keep your to keep the suspense up. Make sure you have a lot of emotional. You you know you show your character's emotion to make your readers care for your character, and it'll probably make you care for your characters as well. Trust me, it does for me. And keep your stories engaged, and do check out those resources because I'm telling you now, one of them is my character development. Um, blog post and there's a few more character development resources that were given because to do your opening hook you're going to want to probably learn a little bit more about your character as you go before you start you may want to write that character's backstory before you actually start your story to kind of get an idea of what your character's like and how she's going to react he or she will react to certain situations you put them in okay that's what I would suggest and then go through the story structure resources in the blog as well I'm, there are too many to put here, I will grant you, but like I said, I will I will be tweeting out the, the podcast link, the blog post will be tweeted out, and I can actually retweet that with hashtags so that you guys can find it too, but I encourage you to go through and read those notes, read the resources, and use those notes, use, use the pointers that I've brought out here, use the notes that I brought out in the blog post to help you with your story structure, and also, you know, do as much research as you can to kind of help you develop your stories that work. Okay. So, (coughs) excuse me. So that is all I have for you today. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast and I hope these tips will help you in your own story development and stay tuned next time. Not only for more content and more interviews, but the next lesson I will do is a lesson on dialogue and how to write compelling dialogue to move to develop your characters and your plot. Okay, so until next time, I will I hope you have a blessed day and enjoy the rest of your week. Happy fall everybody. Bye-bye. If you have feedback for the show, questions about the writing life, or suggestions for future shows, there are three ways you can contact me. You can either send me a voice message from anywhere, contact me via my website, or send me an email. The links are in my show notes. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day. So I challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired. Write something inspiring and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched a thousand. Thanks for joining me on Inspirational Journeys. You guys have a blessed day.